0: you have questions, we have the answers. Welcome to the My Home Connection Podcast, where we discuss hot topics and answer your questions in today's real estate market. Now, let's get into the grind with your hosts, Jeff Kolb and Amy B. All right. Welcome. This is Jeff Kolb with My Home Connection. It is February 15th and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Amy B with Waterstone Mortgage.
1: Hello. Hello. How are you today?
0: Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I got to tell you that uh, my wife and I went out last night for uh, dinner. You know, of course it was Valentine's Day and... (laughs) I think I ate a little bit too much because afterwards I was like, oh.
1: Where did you guys go?
0: Don't laugh at us, but it was it was a buffet because they have steaks and shrimp and all that stuff. I'm going
1: to laugh at you I, because I am not a buffet person, <laughs> but that's just me. My husband loves buffets.
0: <laughs> Most people think buffets kind of a cheap way to go instead of a not nice steak dinner. But you know what? We We've been going there. They've always had good foods and I'm not going to advertise for them, but it's one of the major buffet okay. places in town. But I think I just ate a little too much. That's and, what a
1: buffet is for. You better eat too much at a buffet.
0: Get my money's worth.
1: Absolutely. We went to Chili's. <laughs> oh, okay. We took the kids out last night. You know, I mean, we're in the same position. You've been married for 20 years. Mm-hmm. It's we love each other every day. Yes. So Valentine's Day doesn't really matter. I just took the kids out just to do something with them.
0: Oh, trust me, we're on to the whole corporate uh, spend money because it's Valentine's yes, Day. I mean, yeah. we've been around there, done that, and we're not uh, you dating.
1: know, <laughs> you don't have to win me over. Yeah, it's fine.
0: <laughs> exactly. Now, if you're out there for our listeners, if you're uh, young and studly, or you're in your twenties and, <laughs> and you're not studly. married, or, or whatever, you might want to, you know, show some chivalry or. You know, take the time to to make it special. I mean, we still make it special. I'm just saying that, you know, when you get older, things become more uh, routine.
1: Well, and the reason we've all been married for 20 years is because you guys did do a lot of that in the beginning. Ding, 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 ding. That's right. You have to do it initially, but eventually you can just be together. You don't have to spend any money. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when you're saving to buy a house.
0: That's right.
1: (laughs) Perfect segue.
0: Well, anyway, we've gotten through uh, a very challenging year in 2023 uh, with everything in lieu of everything that's been going on. And now we're in here the second month of 2024 and rates are still high. They haven't gone down as as fast as we had hoped that they would. And then uh, obviously... With Jerome Powell coming out with the feds and him kind of hinting that he's not going to uh, decrease the rate in this coming March. What's your take on that? Do you think he's, you know, just kind of saying that? No,
1: um, I mean, obviously we watch it, you know, the news constantly and we're glued to it because I'm very invested in making sure rates come down as soon as possible um, or being educated on the topic. Uh, The inflation is just still too high now numbers can be fudged to benefit anyone's agenda. I'm not sure what I believe. Um, the news can change from day to day. So, you know, yeah, a couple of days ago, they came out and said they're not going to do a rate cut until May. But next week, the CPI could come in lower and then they say, oh, well, the rate, uh, the rate decrease in March is back on the table. Honestly, anything can happen right now. We are still dealing with Uh, You know, a little bit higher of rates. You're looking in the six and sevens, depending on what program you're in. Uh, Still high, but we have hope for the future. In the next few months, we'll start seeing them come down.
0: And people are still buying Uh, and selling. We are
1: extremely busy. So yes, people still see, even after the last 24 months of the highs and lows of the real estate market, uh, people still see the value in owning home. That's right. And I mean, there is a ton of value. If you look at it just year over year from February of well I'll say January because we're only mid February right now. January of twenty three to January of twenty four, nationwide equity positions are up four percent. Mm-hmm. So for instance on a five hundred thousand dollar home, you know, you gained about twenty thousand dollars in equity even in one of the toughest real estate markets ever. There's yeah. nothing but positives.
0: Go go figure. Yeah. Well anyway, um so we're here in February, and uh, there's something I wanted to talk about today because I've been kind of hearing this where a lot of people, especially first-time homebuyers, due to the rates and due to the inflation and everything going up from gas to groceries to everything, uh, a lot of people have been forded out from even purchasing like a, a a small home for the first time and so what we see people doing is families coming together in some instances to where a lot of people, maybe their parents are getting a little older and now they want, I know my sister has, my, my mom got old, and so they sold their house to get a little bit of a bigger house so that they could take care of her in her, her old age. And we're seeing a lot of that happening. And so uh, one of the things that uh, people can do is kind of, uh, if whether they own a house or not, they can bring other family members in and they're kind of shacking up if you will in, in a home <laughs> there's also people I'm sorry
1: I love but, that but you know
0: they 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 have to almost combine even in a roommate situation not necessarily family people can come together to in order to full, uh, sort of like the, it's an investment for them to gather yeah. and tell almost like a stepping stone. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when we step on that like a baby step? At least you own something. And then when things do settle down and they will, because the market is cyclical, uh, then at least they're starting ahead of where they would have started if they did nothing. Right. And so I want to talk a little bit about even multifamily situations today, whether it uh, is it an investment purposes, because it seems a lot of people, that's a lot more on people's minds, especially if they're looking at, well, hey, I can live in a place, uh, pay my portion of the mortgage, but have renters as well helping to pay for my mortgage. So let's talk about that a little bit. And I know that you have quite a bit of experience with this.
1: So you, had, there's a couple different ways that people consider multifamily investment. Okay. So One of them is buying a home. You're a single person buying a home with four bedrooms or renting three of them out. Uh, That is a very popular, common way to help subsidize your mortgage payment if you have the ability to do that. Um, In that situation, if you're, it's a single family residence, you cannot use any rental income to help you qualify. But That's still a good way to gain rental income if you're young, unattached or old, unattached, whatever. If you don't have a large family that you need to use the the home for, Mm -hmm. if you can rent out the rooms, that's a fantastic way to gain some uh, rental income and kind of speed up your equity. What you were discussing also is the what we kind of call the next gen homes. I know that's a brand of builder, but that's also a style of home. Where you're having to combine two households, Mm -hmm. it's still a single family residence, but it has kind of a mother-in-law suite or a separate living area, separate bedroom, bathroom for your uh, aging parents or whatever the situation may be. That is a super popular transition right now. We're doing tons of those where... You know, the children and the parents live separately. They're selling both houses and buying one together um, and making sure that it has enough space and enough living space to be separate. Uh, Another topic that has come up a lot is multifamily, true multifamily, which is two to four units. Okay, so these are separate individual living units. So a duplex, triplex or a fourplex. Those are considered residential. Anything over four is a commercial type property. Mm -hmm. So that's a completely different monster. We're just going to stick with four and under units right now in this conversation. Those properties, uh, when you are, let's say, a first time home buyer or, you know, you, you sold a property, you don't own anything else. A lot of people have been buying multifamily, buying up to four units they will move in and live in one of the units, rent out the others, and in that situation, you can actually use the rental income towards your qualifying.
0: Now, do you have to wait a certain period of time before you can start including those rental incomes uh, to establish equity, if you will, or can you do it right away?
1: You can use it on the purchase of that property. You can use rental income as long as you're securing the leases for the other units, which is not difficult right now in Arizona. uh, You can have something rented within a day as long as you price it appropriately. So you can use that rental income on the purchase of that property, which a lot of people don't know. So they say, oh, I can't buy a multifamily because I can't qualify. Well, you can as long as you utilize the rental income to help offset your payment. And the really cool factor about that is if you are going to live in one of the units, you can put minimum down. For FHA, that's 3.5% and for conventional, I'm sorry, for VA, it's 0. Wow. Uh, conventional does mm-hmm. have different rules. Um so that depends on if you buy a two unit or a four unit. Um, but but FHA and VA, you can put the minimum down and buy a four-unit property.
0: Right. Now, you think about it, a lot of people might scoff at that and they look at the negative saying, well, I don't want to be a landlord and then have to collect rents and all of that. Of course, there's, there's pros and cons to well, no matter and, what you do yeah. in life. I know that you rent out several of your houses. Mm-hmm. So maybe talk about some of the pros to doing that I, w- without just thinking, well, I just don't want to be a landlord.
1: Well, there are property management companies you can hire if you don't want to be a true landlord. So you can outsource all of the responsibilities of being a landlord. So that's actually a really great resolution. With our properties, uh I've always managed them myself. My husband and I have for 20 years. Uh really haven't had any issues. Now, I think it helps that we're in the real estate industry in order to know the rules and to, you know, just properly manage our rentals, but There's ways to get around the negatives of being a landlord. But if you truly, truly don't want to be a landlord, then this conversation isn't for you. I haven't really met a lot of people who are completely adverse to the idea of owning multifamily, making money, gaining equity, and other people paying for it. I mean, what they're doing is funding your retirement, essentially. Uh, I haven't met a lot of people who are against that idea.
0: Well, it's almost like uh, when you... uh... See 10 things about something and nine of them are positive and one of them is negative. <laughs> yes. What sticks out the most and what does Always. everybody want to talk about? The one negative. And Always. so there there are some nightmare stories out there uh, that people have experienced. I know that I was helping one of my friends get into a rental property and uh, we went to look at it. And then the owner of that rental property, she had to, she just apologized because the place was completely trashed. I mean, there was... Why was she showing it? Well, well, because my friend was kind of in a situation, time constraint situation, as far as the neighborhood and the house and the space in the house was perfect. And uh, plus, my my friend is also very handy when it comes to fixing things. Okay, So he sees right past all the stuff that's broken. So they actually struck up a deal. He said, hey, I'll fix this, this and this. You don't have to worry about that. He gave... Her, him, his resume, obviously he's a lead engineer at a major company and that's what he does for a major hotel is fix things that, that break. So he actually ended up helping her out. She gave him a deal on the rent and, but, but to, to the landlord, it was a nightmare for her. Cause she's like, what am I going to do? How am I going to get all of this trash out of here?
1: Oh my I mean
0: it was just it almost looked like a hoarder's home, but if you can see past it, it only took a couple of weeks to for her to to send some like a, a company and yes. clean all that out but that's that's one in a very few out of thousands of stories for yeah. the most part. People pay their rent um they're they're good tenants, and uh it works out well, yes. but it's hard to escape those few negative stories that we come through or hear about once in a while?
1: Well, with any investment, if something has a has a potential of a lot of gain and benefit, there's going to be some downsides. It's literally just life. You know, you're going to have some vacancies. You're going to have to replace carpet or, you know, repaint or, you know, have minor repairs. Like that is just the name of the game. So as long as you go into it knowing I'm going to have some work to do here, but there is a ton of gain on the other side. I don't feel that it's even a negative personally.
0: Right. It's looking past all the garbage to see mm-hmm. the
1: oh yes. the and glory. The, and the most exciting part of this is we have financing options for you that are affordable. And a lot of people don't realize that. So it's just... Wanting to make sure we educate you on what your possibilities are. And if it's not buying multifamily isn't in your comfort zone, not a problem. We can help you with a single family and we can explain everything.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of to the people out there that don't necessarily, maybe they are, maybe you are a landlord and maybe you do have a couple of rental homes and maybe you're at the point to where, you know, you're ready to retire or maybe it's. Maybe you've had a couple of those nightmares and you're done with it. If you've got other rentals in the Valley that uh, instead you don't want to rent out anymore and you would like to go ahead and put it on the market, well, I will tell you this. We are still very short on inventory and we need more inventory on the market, no matter what condition it it is in. If you're just done with being a landlord and you want to go ahead and cash in on that asset that you have, we can help you there as well. And there's lots of things that we can do. Just get in contact with us because we need more homes in the inventory. We can probably get you a cash offer if you don't want to do any fixes on it, or if maybe there's major stuff you have to do. And that's why you don't want to continue because you're going to have to spend maybe $20,000 on plumbing or 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 a roof or something like that that's understandable everybody's in a different situation in life and we got to tackle each situation as we approach it to what's best for you so um I just wanted to put that plug that in there too yeah. so if you've got a home or a couple homes that maybe you don't need to move out from because you're not living in it it's an investment home and you're done with renters and you'd want to go ahead and cash in on it and sell it uh, we can help you out
1: absolutely in the biggest benefit of using a team like ours is our experience. Mm -hmm. We have been doing this for over 20 years. We have tons of contacts, tons of knowledge. We've literally seen every situation there possibly could, that could arise. So there would be only benefit to you by hiring, you know, professionals. Instead of someone who's brand new to the industry, and hey, I'm just going to throw your house on the market and see what happens, or hey, let me get you a really low ball cash offer because I need a sale. That is exact opposite of how we work.
0: That's right. So if you're interested in any of these things that we discussed today, Amy, how can they get a hold of you?
1: Uh, Amy Batten with Waterstone Mortgage. My website is amybatten.com.
0: All right, and uh, you can go to my website, which is myhomeconnection. MyHomeConnection.net Or you can email me at Jeff at MyHomeConnection.net Thanks for listening. Thank you
1: so much.